We live in a new age, and it's time for us to upgrade our tinfoil hats. Operation Tinfoil is a freedom-focused small business and trusted sponsor of this show. Their super comfortable new line of beanies and baseball caps will not only crown your skull in style, but each of these dome defenders is lined with a silver mesh that blocks up to 99% of EMF radiation from cell phone towers, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and yes, even 5G. We don't know what EMF radiation does to the brain long-term, but neither do they. So don't be their guinea pig and don't wait around to find out. Get your stylish tinfoil hat of the future today at gettinfoil.com. Use the promo code SYSTEM for $10 off your order. Again, that's gettinfoil.com. Use the promo code SYSTEM for $10 off your order. Have you or a loved one been injured by some fuck nuggets, reckless driving, a tumble at your shitty job, or some other form of dumb shit outside of your control? Well, fear not, because today's episode is sponsored by A Lawyer. Lone Star Injury Attorneys is an award-winning personal injury law firm that achieves maximum results for its injured clients. Max the Axe is not just a lawyer, but a hardcore Mises Caucus libertarian and also a big supporter of this show and all of our bullshit. Max is the best personal injury lawyer in Texas, but don't judge him by his occupation or location. Max is an avid defender of liberty and justice in whatever state you got fucked in. If you've been injured and your ass needs saving, go with the pros at Lone Star Injury Attorneys. Visit LoneStarInjuryAttorneys.com or Google Max the Axe. Consultations are free and you don't pay a single dime unless you win. Once again, go to LoneStarInjuryAttorneys.com and get your ass covered. We are here at the Libertarian Convention in North Carolina with the great Michael Rechtenwald. Michael, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you for being here. Um, we're just doing some of these sit-down interviews leading up to the debate and uh, getting I'm, – I'm kind of like more interested in finding out who people are more than what their their LARP policies would be hypothetically. <laughs> um, so I'm, I'm just going to humanize you a little bit here yeah, um, yeah. and get down to who Michael Rechtenwald is a bit. So what is – first question, what is your favorite song ever? Favorite song ever. Wow. Uh, let's say it is uh, – Uh, I think maybe it's coming down to a uh, simple twist of fate. Yeah? Yeah. Why so? Explain. Um, because it captures, like, how fate really is not, is blind, and we don't know, and we don't know where it's leading us. Yeah. And uh, yet it... But it, it, it kind of usurps our our our, our intentions mm-hmm. and takes over and puts us where uh, it wants us to be. Hmm. I like it. It's not. It's, it's a good non-politician answer. <clears throat> um, you're not going to get many politician answers out of me. All right. So you're doing this Kennedy debate. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit about that. And do they call it the Kennedy debate because he's the star of the show? No. <laughs> that's what I call it because he's the target of the show. Yeah. For me, um, it's going to be a roundtable. They wouldn't allow us to call it a debate. Oh yeah, yeah. And they're going <clears> to. <throat> I've gotten the questions, and uh, they're they're going to ask these questions about generally, what is um, what do we do as these underdog third party blah blah blah. So it's like this third partyism stuff. Right. And I'm going to pivot from that into some serious stuff. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, if Kennedy usurps uh, this party's nomination, the movement is finished. Mm-hmm. It would be the total co-opting of our movement, the whole liberty movement and the party, by the regime itself. Kind of like Bill Weld and Gary Johnson? Is that what Worse. you said? <laughs> Worse. This would be potentially uh, 
It's ruination, frankly. Okay. Why so? Yeah, because what will happen is, look, we don't know who Kennedy's beholden to, what kinds of uh, deals he's made, what kinds of uh, coercion he's under, yeah, and so forth. So what it would do is bring into this party a statist, okay, mm-hmm. who's a he's a big statist. He thinks the state is the solution to all our problems. And he's just going to add different layers or treat different aspects of the state and differently, yeah. tweaking it supposedly for the benefit of the people. Mm-hmm. But what he will do is enlarge it. And then this movement will be destroyed because you'll have basically like a 1960s Democrat party uh, really infiltrating this party. The whole principles, the ideals, the, f- the freedom philosophy... Uh, all of that will be basically out the window. It won't have anything to do with that anymore. There will be the major principles will not be regarded, mm-hmm. like property rights, uh, like self-ownership, like the non-aggression principle. All gun those, rights, which libertarians seem rights. to like. Well, that's, that's the self-defense, which, uh, which goes along with the right of self-ownership and uh, the right of self-protection against aggression. So, yeah, I mean, he's... Uh, it's not just uh, that he's a, a statist, but uh, he's going to try to make the state look good. That's, that's the main thing. He's about trying to turn the state into this new, you know, like it's turned, we've seen the wickedness of it now, right? Mm-hmm. So he's trying to put a new veneer on this. He's putting lipstick on a pig. Sure. And uh, he's going to try to make it like appealing, and, and he's going to use some words. Like, for example, just today he sent out an email talking about freedom, right? So he's already usurping our I, noti- I noticed their booth over there, too. And they have a booth yeah. here, which tells me that this guy's really courting this party hard. He's going for it. So if anybody's not aware of this, as one of the major threats that we're dealing with right now, I'm afraid they're completely in the dark. Sure. So uh, you're doing this debate against him. You, you said that you're going to pivot. Uh, do you want to get into how you're going to you're going to attack that? Because I mean, if you if you shoot at a Kennedy, you better not miss. If you, if you, don't, if you don't have a magic bullet, you know. Uh, yeah, like I'm not going to be the Sirhan Sirhan Patsy <laughs> yep. uh, up there uh, pretending to assassinate somebody when there's another guy behind him with a gun at his head. Mm-hmm. That a guy that happens to be controlled by the CIA <coughs> and other <laughs> intelligence agencies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm going to be like a straight shooter, but not shooting to kill. I'm going to shoot to destroy. This is all metaphor, by the way, for yes, the internet's right. sake. Yes, to destroy any possibility. I listen. This is crazy. You talked about. I talked about a simple twist of fate at the outset, right? Mm-hmm. This is a very strange but simple twist of fate, in which. I happen to be the last defense of the liberty movement. This sounds grandiose, but I'm just telling you, like the situation that I have been put in somehow yeah. between the liberty movement and the Libertarian Party and tyranny. Okay. Yeah. So you are the only thing, the, you're, you're claiming that you're the only candidate that could stop Kennedy. Yes. Okay. Why do that you think has, so? That has the guts to it. Sure. Yeah. And that has the, the prescription and the opportunity. Yeah. So, look, I'm not saying uh, – like, I have some diagnoses that I could say about 
what this party needs to do to grow and expand and all that, which effectively me, uh, which effectively has to do with something like having a fervor that's almost religious in character. Yeah. And I don't mean to say it's a religion or a cult, mm-hmm. but we we need to be on fire and and uh, for liberty as individuals, and actually we need to embody it and to be. Uh, the singularities that each one of us are yeah. and to express that freedom in every minute of our day mm-hmm. so that we actually personify liberty, per- period. Yeah. And uh, so the reason why, I, I don't know why this is this, the circumstances that I ended up being this, what I think is the, um, the final defense against this, but I am. Because Mike Termott's going to be on that stage, but he's not going to do it. Sure. You no think offense that, to Mike. Who I just love. that they won't go in hard enough they at him. They will not go hard enough. <clears throat> okay. So um, you're you're a former Marxist yeah. tur- turned turned Trump supporter. I heard yeah, on the internet. Right. Oh, for um, a while there, yeah. And then turned libertarian. You speak very highly of liberty. Yeah. Um, have you run into trust issues with this this quick this quick uh, yeah, change I mean, in pace? Trying to make something. Anybody call you it. like a Ray Epstein? I wasn't really ever like a that? Trump supporter. Yeah. Well, that, what I was, uh, I I was somebody that at a certain point in time. At the political position I was in, had a, a, a choice of casting uh, a vote that I wanted to be like a middle finger to the regime, mm-hmm. and that was in 2016. That's all it was, was kind of like F you to uh, the, uh, the regime like headed there by Hillary Clinton and calling uh, all these people in America the, the basket of deplorables. Yeah. And my idea was really more um, uh, identification with them. I get it. Like, I get the fuck you spirit. Yeah, I mean, even... In uh, whatever way Donald Trump could be the fuck you spirit, yes. Even Clint (laughs) Russell, only a few months ago, said, you know, I I don't know, maybe I would cast a vote for him just as a kind of... Right. If that's all there was, if that's the only middle finger you can give, like... Yeah, that was it at that time, in that political, that point of political preparation. Sure. Yeah. So has anybody called you a Fed because of that? <laughs> they call me a Fed for other things. What, what specifically have they called you a Fed well, for? Well, when I was a graduate student writing my PhD in Carnegie Mellon, in the uh, actually I was writing it in the history of science. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was under the English department, but it was actually a history of science dissertation. Mm-hmm. I was also writer a writer in an AI lab in the Robotics Institute. Um, basically just writing about their programs, you know. I yeah. wasn't writing code because I, I I'm not a coder. Sure. And I was explaining what these things do. And uh, that was basically because when I was going through grad school, I had three kids a whole way through, from master's through Ph.D. That's massively difficult. So anyway, I don't have to say why I, I apologize for having to have a job. Just tell me why they think you're a Fed. Tell us because why. Tell us all why you're a Fed. They've said that because some of the papers that I co-authored were funded by DARPA, okay. so they said, "Oh, he's he's a federal agent yeah. because he's like uh, writing these programs to spy on us and all this uh, surveillance state. He's actually writing writing code for the surveillance state. This guy's an agent. Right? Yeah. This is absurd. Yeah. The interesting thing is, at the time that I was in that job. I was also a major anti-war act, uh, activist with a website, and sp- I was speaking. I spoke in the, at the New York rally mm-hmm. uh, against the Iraq war. One time, I was sitting in my office 
writing anti-war propaganda, and there's a general five feet away from me, like um, looking at one of our um, demos of yeah. our, our, our applications. So, like, it was hilarious. <laughs> so I was really an infiltrator. Now, I, I like the act. Never, can we turn the cameras off just for one <laughs> second? Um, now, <clears throat> your boss, Michael Heiss, my boss also, Fed, we all know that. Um, <laughs> he sent me down here to help you spice up. He knows that you're going in against uh, Kennedy, and he wants me to help you spice up your image a little bit okay. and uh, get with the kids. Are, are you open to some... Well, was, it, it's not from me. It's from the higher ups. Yeah, you, you mean I need said some, Michael Heiss. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. Is it like okay. piercings or? Well, I, I, have you thought about like something like that? I thought about it. Okay. Yeah, or like I'm afraid that I'll I'll, I'll rip my nose off. Sure. Though, um, in my sleep. Have you thought about like hair plugs or anything? Plugs? Yeah, like plugs. No, I'm not. Just a little doing bit. That, Comb over a little bit. How about a hat? Have you ever? You, I saw you wear a hat. <laughs> what are you on, trying on, to get at here? I, 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 just, uh, hey, I'm the the image guy. I'm the propaganda yeah, yeah. guy. So I'm just. No, look. Uh, I'm here to help. I have uh, less than Javier Malay's uh, hair. Would you wear this hat? And these sunglasses. And, and <laughs> yes. In this jacket. Yeah, I'm sure. Just, I'm here to help. Okay. Yeah, sure. This it's for the kids. Okay. Let's put it on. Okay. All right. So we're not talking permanently. We're just talking now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're just going to give it a shot, see how it goes, see yeah, how it goes with the kids. Maybe this becomes my whole look yeah. from here on in. I mean, there's no reason not to. I go on stage with Kennedy. Again, this is like well-known Fed Michael Heiss's idea, so don't blame me. Heiss is, is, is really Carl Rove in disguise. Yeah? Yeah. Um, the more you know, you know? <laughs> yeah, man. I like it. I look, look into the camera and... What do you what do you think? You good? All right, you can go ahead and turn it back on. All right, we are back. Thank you for that quick ad break um, with with Michael Rechtenwald, who has always looked this way. Call um, me Rec. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I had one more thing. Could you like with the laugh? Could you bring it down a little bit? Like, okay. Like it's a little bit nasally, just like ha ha from ha, from ha, the gut ha. down down. Yeah. Like ha 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 ha. Perfect. There you I go. See. You don't mean like, in volume. Yeah. You mean in like where it's coming from. Yeah, and when you cross your arms, you can cross me even harder because you're thug, thug life now. Oh, yeah, I like it. All cool. Right. So, can um, I take it of my vent? Absolutely. Go for it, especially in, in the new look. Like the kids love that shit. Um, now, now that we can get serious with, yeah. your, with your serious look, um, yeah. go ahead and we'll pick it up here. Um, so, you have the Mises Caucus endorsement. Correct. Um, they have been. Uh, in the past, they've been pretty anti-abortion um, in every yes, way, very right. pro-life. Right. And you've said that you would not vote against uh, or you would not vote for an abortion ban. Um, has there been any conflict there? I don't think so, no. I I've said it clearly. I think that abortion is a egregious violation of the NAP because yeah. I believe that persons have the right of property over themselves just regardless of their uh, age or size or uh, or stage of development. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think we need a spiritual crusade to overcome people's utter blindness towards this. But I don't want the state going in around arresting women and putting them in jail uh, for abortions. I, I don't want the state arbitrating this. And I think the best way to do this is, look, this is kind of like a, we have to be kind of like the abolitionists who are basically working to make it clear why this particular practice is, 
is inhumane and it's egregiously morally bankrupt and evil. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't see the abolitionists uh, trying to uh, put uh, the slaveholders in jail. Yeah. Uh, you saw them trying to get a consciousness raised about this issue. That's what we need to do. Sure. So, I, I mean, we don't need to get into a too deep libertarian uh, uh, <coughs> abortion debate or anything. Yeah, but please. Um, yeah, I'm like, is there a point? You said it does violate the NAP, but there's not a reason to enforce it. Like, in general, if something is violating the NAP in well, there your is ideal a reason, society, how do you we, enforce we that? Can't, I think that we would uh, basically create a massive backlash against liber the liberty movement in general if we promoted a state imposed incarceration and arrest of women sure. for having abortions. This would make the Libertarian Party look like, um, in the minds of these people, it'll make us look like, uh, like Nazis. Yeah. Uh, so we can't go about it that way. And this is for the betterment of the actual uh, movement, but also for the um, lives of the uh, unborn. So you're saying that we can't, as a, as a caucus or as a party, take that stance. Do you take that stance, though? What you, sense? Of putting the people in jail? The stance of, yeah, arresting people for... No, abortions. I don't take that stance. Okay. I know some, there's at least one candidate who does, and I just think it's... Who's that? Uh, I think it's Josh. Oh, he's not here because he's a coward. Fucking coward. All right, so... Um, um, no comment. <laughs> what are you... Uh, what are you hoping to get out of this debate tomorrow? Um, like, is there, do you have anything specific in mind going into it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm wavering between uh, making an argument or opening with a, a story, a narrative. Yeah. So mostly I have been making arguments. Yeah. But I think that we need to be narrativizing our experience and using narrativity to counter the narratives of the regime. So I think storytelling, and these, uh, this is not fiction. Hmm? Propaganda. Here, yeah. here. So I think that we need to talk about, uh, like I want to talk about my own, con like uh, I, I would call it not a, so much a conversion experience as my own liberation yeah. from the cult of uh, statism. I was, I was in a particular strain. There's, there's many status cults. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I'm going to talk about how I broke out of it, but what it was like when I broke out of it. And that that's the kind of experience that we need to convey to people, how liberating it is mm -hmm. to get out of a status cult. And then we, that way we could grow the movement by being like a torch yeah. you know, that, that catches other people. On, you know, on fire. And I don't mean literally, of course. <laughs> <laughs> the party yeah. catching people on fire. Unless it's RFK, right? Yeah, well. well no, 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 no. Still, hyperbole, metaphor. Yes. I'm not going there. Uh -huh. So um, libertarians are known for their drama. Is there any drama going into this that you want to clear up anything that you... There's all kind of drama. It's oh, yeah? Yeah. What's the latest? Give us the, uh, the liberty drama scoop. Going into this debate tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, and I don't see anything new on the horizon. I think it's going to be the same sort of drama. What's the typical? Uh, Hornberger going after me. Yeah? Yeah. It's so tired. Uh-huh. Uh, so I will not... Uh, look, uh, th this is silly. And uh, so we don't need, like, a party... We don't need, like, a 
party operative to lead the party. It isn't about like how much time you've put in, how many doors you've knocked on. The, the, the general electorate could care less. They don't care about that at all. Yeah. They want to know who is this person, what can they do, what do they know, uh, and how, how, do, how have they shown they've known, known it? How have they responded, for example, to the, co uh, to the major uh, status propaganda regi uh, regimes that have come down the pike? For example, the COVID thing. Yeah. Did, did they fall for it or did they ignore it? How could we, how could we have that person as a representative? I, I mean, did you, did you think that, that Kurt Russell was too harsh when he, with his McCarthyist-style uh, mean tactics? Clint? Yes. He was, Yes. No, I don't think to call it McCarthyist is is really he's ruining lives. I heard. I, oh yeah, ruining I mean, lives. Like people are going, you know, people are losing their jobs, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and so forth. But yeah, no, that was no, there was. I don't think he went too far. In fact, um, I think uh, good tomorrow should be fun. Then the responses to it were beyond hyperbolic, and also kind of left like trying to play on like leftist knee jerk reactions. Sure. Uh, like, oh, McCarthyism. <laughs> you know, like, that's a New York Times regime speak bullshit talk. Yeah. You know. Right on. Um, now, with, uh, if you were to get the nomination, do you have somebody that you would choose to be a running mate? Is it is it Jacob Hornberger? Is it Joe Exotic or Toad? Anybody in particular that you have in mind? Um, I'd like to run with... Uh, Let's see. I'd like to run with uh, maybe Roseanne Barr or uh, 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 like, uh, yeah, Roseanne would be my first pick. I'm down with that. Yeah. She's then it pretty would based. Be Clint. Yeah. Clint would be second. No offense, Clint. <laughs> first Roseanne. First. I mean, it, it's kind of a shoe in that we could get Roseanne Barr, but in the event that we can't, we'll go with the Clint, I suppose. <laughs> Right, I mean, she's already on the slate, you know. Our people are talking to her people, and on that, you know, so forth. Is, is that a joke, or is yeah, that, that okay? Well, I, I assumed it was, but you never know with Roseanne if she was, like, dipping her toe in the water or something these days. With the timeline and how it's going, you never know. Yeah. Well, we're, we're in a really critical place. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what do you personally believe that, what, what do you think is, like, the voters' number one issue, like the not, not just libertarians in this race, but like the race at large. What do people well, care about the most, and what would you do about it? They're 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 you know voters have said their biggest issue. First two issues are immigration and inflation. Yeah. So, you know, I have approaches to both of those, but I think also um, we need to get um, the voters to understand that we have to have a principled stance toward interventionism and war yeah so that means we have to be consistent across all of these conflicts and unfortunately the regime has managed to roll all the so-called dissident right into the Christ into the zionist uh movement mm -hmm. and they've become cheerleaders for the slaughter or i should say ethnic cleansing really of the gazan people people in Palestine and Gaza Strip. Yeah. So that's, that, that has to be like on the top, really up there. Yeah. Despite whether people think it is or not. So we need to actually change their agenda somehow. We can't just go, oh, this is what voters feel is most important. We need to show them what's most important yeah. and why. Yeah. 
So anti-Semitism is most important. That's what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Down. Laugh down here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Tough. Um, (laughs) No, uh, you're you're a good sport. Thank you for for playing along with my my shenanigans. I appreciate it. Um, Now with your... You poke fun at these other people. uh, Absolutely. That's my job. That's why they bring me out here. But uh, with your fresh new look, your new laugh and Mm -hmm. and all of that, what's your plans to excite the fellow kids and... Uh, Gen Z, get them, I don't know, on board with Wrecking the Regime? Um, we're going to use the wrecking ball imagery. And it's going to be me swinging in on a wrecking naked, ball. Naked, like my Basically, Osiris. naked. Nice. Uh, you know, this kind of attire. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to use memes and imagery because this is what people go for. We're not going to simply state, like, you know, anarcho-capitalist theoretical positions. Yeah, taxation is theft, bro. Yeah, Yeah. man. We're going to have to talk about, like, now people said, some people said, you know, wreck the regime is negative. It doesn't have any positive liberty-building prosperity. Step one, wreck the regime. Step two, we'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, first we need to take down these absolute impediments to it. Yeah. If we don't do that, then there's no hope for doing anything else. Yeah. You know, you can't just go around saying, you know, uh, you know, increase liberty, blah, 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 you know, how? You know, like, and, and, and in fact, the regime has to come down. And that means not just the state, but all of its apparatuses and appendages. Mm-hmm. And how do we do that? Yeah, we're going to do it by... We meme them until the, the empire we gotta collapses. Create, we got to create a whirlwind of fervor. In the public, a fervor, Culture. almost at a religious peak. Yeah, and uh, that's how it's done. It's not going to be done through policy prescriptions. Yeah, which nobody look. We're we're not going to win on a policy prescription level. That's we need to win upstream from that. That is the culture war, and I don't mean the standard fair culture war, mm-hmm. which is mass produced by the state on purpose. I'm talking about the culture war against the state itself. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I like it. Um, where can people find you? First off, thank you so much for being here. Thank yeah. you for doing the debate. Um, if you have any final thoughts, anything you want to say directly into the camera to the people with your new look or anything, you can. You, if you feel like taking it off, it's, it's time, fine. It's but time I, like to it. wreck the regime. Go to wreck-the-regime, R-E-C-the-regime.com. Let's go. I like it. Rick, thank you, know, man. Appreciate yep. it. Yep. Good look. Hey guys, thanks for watching. Be sure to like and subscribe on your way out and help us change the world one uncomfortable conversation at a time. And if you like what you hear and you want to hear more, go join the Downers Club at patreon.com forward slash the systems down for bonus episodes of the show every single week. Until next time, please continue to question everything, stand comfortable, and I'll talk to you then. Thanks. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.